Hello, and welcome to episode 6 of the Fresh Out the Deli podcast, which can now be found on SoundCloud and in the iTunes Pod Center. I'm Nick Zicali, and uh, as most wrestling fans know, Tuesday there's going to be a brand split and uh, a draft to determine which WWE superstars will be performing for Raw and uh, for on the SmackDown show in the coming months. So today I'm joined once again by Troy Provo-Heron, and we will be doing a quick mock draft uh, trying to do our best to act as the commissioners and GMs of SmackDown and Raw and see how the rosters shake up. And then afterwards, we're going to have a brief conversation just uh, talking about what we think the future of WWE holds. Troy, what's going on? Uh, nothing much. Uh, I'm excited for Tuesday. It'll be, a, it'll be a good time. I think it's a, an interesting place for WWE to be right now. But we'll talk about that later. Do you want to be Raw or SmackDown? I want to be SmackDown. Because I know you don't watch SmackDown. I haven't watched SmackDown in a while. And we're going to flip my phone to see who goes first. So, Troy, you want heads or tails? Uh, give me heads. Heads is going to be the lit up side. Okay. So, let's see. Yeah, it's heads. You want the first pick? Yeah, I'm taking the first pick. Alright, let's go. Pick one of the uh, WWE, Raw, and SmackDown draft. SmackDown's on the board. What are you going to pick? Uh, I'm going to take the best in the business. Um, I think this one's pretty hands down. Uh, so I'm taking Seth Rollins. Um, he does everything great. Uh, great ring technician. Uh, very entertaining, both in the ring, on the mic. Um, probably not a better superstar you could build a, uh, a team around. Yeah, I agree. It's not really a question right now who the best wrestler is, who the best on the mic is, who gets the most uh, heat as a heel. Seth could be really good if uh, they turn him face at some point. So that's also something you could look for. And he's hands down. The only question, I guess, is the injury. If you're taking looks, the first pick it's on somebody who was just injured. But he looks great. He looks uh, 110%. So I don't have any worries about that. Um, I'm taking the best there is. So now with Raw, I'm going to take The New Day as my first pick. Oh, wow. I think right now, besides Seth, there's nobody more fun on the mic uh, than The New Day as a collective. They can go in there and fill in 20 minutes per show, whether it's a comedy scene or a a great match. I get the three people, so that's always a nice way to start your roster, because if you do ever break them up, um, Big E, you know, always has championship potential. If he stays healthy, and Kofi's been around for a while, and Xavier's a smart guy, and they're all good on the mic, so they're the most over thing right now. And that might just be a fad. And in a year and a half, I might be regretting this pick if they all <laughs> kind of tank. But I'm going with what's hot right now, and I get the three best. And if even the new day breaks up in a year, but one of those three guys goes on to be a champion, whether it's international or uh, intercontinental or. Uh, WWE champion, I think it's a pretty solid pick. And they're really fun. Yeah, I like that pick. I'm just really shocked you took them in the first round. Uh, I had them I had them ranked sixth on my board. I was probably, that's probably who I wanted to take in the third. Because they are great. I don't think I have any problems with you taking them. I'm just surprised. Really surprised. I, I don't know. I don't think it's a stretch. I think... No. You could probably find individual talents that are equivalent to them, but because I'm getting the three, I wanted the value pick of getting the three guys. I guess it makes sense. Uh, Especially to start. Yeah, I mean, they're incredible as individual talents, and you're right. As a tag team, they're even better. Um, So again, I don't have any problems with it. I was just shocked. I didn't expect that one coming from you. (laughs) Well, that's what I do. I'm here to shock, and I'm here to entertain people with a great product every week. That's good. All right, so second round, it's it's your pick. Who are you taking second? Yeah, uh, second round, SmackDown is going to take, because this is the guy I thought you were going to take. He's the guy with the most prestigious belt. He wears it around his waist. I'm, I'm shocked he fell here, but I'm going to take Dean Ambrose. I'm going to take the guy that uh, that seemingly everybody loves, everybody's okay with being a champion. Um, he's fun for me. Uh, he's probably the second best superstar in WWE for me right now. Um, so for him to be here for me is... Uh, pretty exciting. So I'm going to take uh, the WWE champion, Dean Ambrose. I'm not as high on Dean Ambrose as you are, but you uh, 
locking down Dean and Seth 1 and 2 is pretty scary. Just because you get the endless feud between the two of them and the possible reunion later on. So that could be years of entertainment uh, that I just gave to you pretty easy. <coughs> and I think you're going to force me with my second pick to take Roman. Just, yeah, so you, <laughs> just so you can't have all three of them. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I, I I don't know if I'd have Roman as my fourth best uh, superstar, but let's just go with that right now. Number two, <laughs> the second guy I'm taking for uh, for Raw will be Roman Reigns. And I think you know, I don't I don't necessarily agree with you. I think he deserves to be there. Suspension and all. I think this guy's proven he's he's good enough to to be a a top guy, number one overall, not just the fourth pick. So. I don't have any problems there. He's I never a, even I never thought that I would even come close to even getting two members of the shield in this, let alone all three. Right. Well, I mean Roman Reigns, former champion, that's always good to add on your list. He's kind of been a baby face, but if I go and turn him full heel, he could probably be a really good heel for a long time in the company. He might not be ever be the best wrestler mm-hmm. on the roster. He has the potential to do that. But either way, he's impressive. He puts on great matches, and uh, it's just a solid pick. And like I said, it was part a defensive pick. I didn't want you to be able to possibly get Seth, Dean, and Roman, because if you have that, you pretty much just control everything. And uh, I, I can see Roman having good feuds with everybody. Yeah, I think, it's a, I think it's a good pick. I don't know. I wouldn't call it a forced pick. No, no. I think uh, there were only two or three guys I was really considering there anyway, and he was one of them. So you you picking Dean second forced my hand in a good way. You made my decision a little easier. That's good. I'm glad I could help. Yeah, no. Yeah, thank you for helping me make the right pick. <laughs> All right, uh, pick number three for Team SmackDown. With the third round, I'm going to take uh, Bray Wyatt. Just absolutely captivating. Um, I didn't realize how important Bray Wyatt was until he got hurt, and we missed him for those four or five months. Um, he's really special. Every feud that he's in has terrific buildup because of the way he can captivate an audience and force you to watch when he's talking. Entrance sends chills down my spine still. I think it's a very Undertaker reminiscent. And I think, in all honesty, he's somebody that you can build into the next Undertaker. So, um, yeah, I'm taking Bray Wyatt because I think it's a, it's a pretty can't-miss uh, superstar to take here. WWE hasn't yet figured out exactly what to do with him. Uh, they, they've tried a couple things. They've had a couple feuds with him. Uh, a lot of them work out. Some fall flat. Uh, his character gets stale every once in a while. But that isn't necessarily his fault. I think it's WWE's fault. And since you're running the show now, you're the general manager of SmackDown, you can go and you can book him the way you want and make sure that he becomes yeah. the superstar he should. Because he has all the potential... Uh, just as much potential as anybody we've drafted so far. Yeah, I think he has multi, multi championship uh, reign talent. Right. I think right. I think he's that good, um, and that's by himself. Even without all those monsters behind him, I think he is uh, he's truly, truly exceptional. And if you do build up the Wyatt family as a real faction, not just something that walks around with people behind him, uh, that could be special too. He could be the champion while the Wyatt family also holds a tag belt somewhere else and. That's kind of a cool angle that uh, you could try to do. Yeah. All right. My third pick for Raw. Uh, this is kind of tough. There's a couple people on this board. One of them that's really lame, but I really want to take him. <laughs> I think I'm going to draft John Cena. I think I, I don't have any problems with that. Okay. John Cena, it's lame to say, but he's still such an important part of WWE. And you know that he's loyal and that he's going to put the work in and whenever you need him to do something, he could do it. And he could be the baby face that carries the company forever because he has been. So having him on the show, make sure I have one main event caliber wrestler that will always be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's always the 1% chance I decide to turn him heel, finally. And maybe that would suck, but... He's never done it before, and if I get a chance to have John Cena's heel for the last three years of his career, I'm going to take that chance. Plus, the John Cena-Roman Reigns feud seems to just make sense, doesn't it? 
It sounds fun. That actually does sound fun. I'm honestly surprised that we haven't seen that, and we probably would have had seen it not gotten hurt. And um, Reigns. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think you could. I think he's still, with despite everything that's happened over the last two, three years, he's still the face of the company. I think you could have made the argument you could have taken him number two overall. Um, he's a 15-time world champion. Um, he's the he's safest still, pick. He's yeah. He still sells the most merchandise, um, and he's extremely polarizing. Whether you like him or you hate him, you have a reaction about John Cena. You're not like, eh, John Cena, you know? So, right. Plus now, getting... now my roster, I've got the New Day and John Cena. So my m- roster is really stacked with good uh, mic work. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Um, and I guess you've got Seth and Bray, so your mic work's pretty good so far also. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not complaining. But so. I, I like the Cena pick. I think, uh, I think that's a fantastic pick. I think it would have been a shame if if Cena fell any further in this draft, to be honest with you. Yeah, you're probably right. Fourth round, your fourth pick, which would be uh, number seven overall. Yeah. Let's see what you got. There's a lot right now that I was on the board that like I would, I'm really excited to take. Um, so I'm really hoping that maybe you go elsewhere. But um, at this rate, I think I'm just going to take best available. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's Kevin Owens. Damn, that's who I wanted. It was between him and Cena for me. Uh, He is, I think he might be the best ring talent behind Seth Rollins in the WWE. I think maybe he's gotten as big a push just from his debut on as anybody I can remember. And so maybe that's why I think he's so good. But also I just can't remember a bad match he's been in. His moveset is incredible for a guy his size. And he's really funny on the mic. He's really an asshole on the mic. Um, looking at my team, other than Seth Rollins, I really don't have a heel, a, like a major heel yet. That you know, I think I need. Well, Bray's to oh, Bray is kind of a heel. I, I don't. Mean, cons- he, I don't consider he, Bray a heel. Because I guess he's he, supernatural. It's not really a good guy or bad guy. It's just a thing. Yeah, he's just who he is. I don't think that you can. Because I mean, you could say he's heel, but everybody loves Bray. So I don't. I don't know that I would put him in that category. I think I need another heel that I could. Um, pit against other superstars that isn't just Seth Rollins. So I'm taking who I think the best available wrestler is left in Kevin Owens. I think behind Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens is probably my favorite wrestler. So the fact that you got him kind of gets me a little (laughs) angry because since he's debuted, his mic work has gotten so much better and he has that really great moveset. Like you said, he's the most believable I feel of all the wrestlers, he looks mm-hmm. almost like a normal person. He just looks like a fat guy, <laughs> but like the, he wears like street clothing and he doesn't do anything that looks super natural. He just does his thing and he sounds like a normal guy. He looks like a normal guy. He acts like an asshole. It just, it, the whole package to me, Kevin Owens is one of my favorites, if not my favorite wrestler that's around right now. I, I feel, I guess, safe with Cena, but I probably should have taken Kevin Owens over Cena now that you took him. I'm pretty upset. <laughs> well, I think I think the thing is, is like, I guess with my roster is I had three guys who are proven, and I think Kevin Owens is still like on the fringe of being proven or not, knowing that he's only been here for less than a year. He still ha- he has that track record in the indies, though. Not that that really carries that much weight, but he yeah. does have some sort of track record. Yeah, so... Like, for me, I think I, at this point I could take a risk on a guy like that who has maybe been here for less than a year. And, I mean, but Cena, he's just done it for so long. You know? Again, he's probably the safest pick, so. All right, well, then for my fourth pick, you're kind of forcing my hand because right now I've got the New Day, Roman Reigns, and John Cena, and none of them are really heels, at least at the moment. Uh, you could make some of them heels, but I don't have a heel, so I... I'm going to go with AJ Styles. Uh, He's working heel right now. He's really good at it. He's had a great two or three month run. Uh, He's a veteran, not in the WWE, but in the Indies. And he's all, he just, he's translated so well since he got there. He has great looking moves and his mic work is good. Uh, He isn't necessarily a main eventer every pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But I think you can throw him into the main event if you want. And I like what he's shown so far with his short time in the WWE. So I'm going to take AJ Styles there. Might be a little bit of a reach, but I like him a lot. I probably like him more than most people do. 
Yeah, um, I liked AJ Styles. Like I was, I was really, really high on AJ Styles when he first arrived. Um, back in middle school, I used to watch a lot of TNA, Total Nonstop Action, and AJ was basically the face of that company. And so when I, you know, obviously lost track of him a little bit when he went to Japan, but when he came to WWE at that Royal Rumble, I was really excited. And all I could think about was how much better would it have been if he had been here four or five years earlier. But with that said, the last couple of weeks with AJ have kind of worn on me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about it. I think that that style Cena match, uh, Money in the Bank, was a little disappointing. And the last couple of weeks have almost almost made it made me feel worse about that because I feel like he's kind of gotten boring. Um, and because of that, I didn't have him on my draft list. I figured he was a guy who had to go in the first, like, seven, eight rounds, and I wanted 20 other superstars more than him. So I just, I never even considered drafting. Well, I'm not going to put him with the club. And I think once the club got involved, it made his character a lot less enjoyable. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think he, he's a superstar in his own right. He doesn't need help. Right. You know, and I feel like it's kind of disappointing that he has got, has gotten to where he is at WWE via this route. When I think anybody who has ever seen him before, even seen him now, knows that he's good enough to do it by himself. With the right booking and the right look, he could be like a uh, Seth Rollins light, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because he has the attitude and he's got like the right size and the right moveset that he could be a dominating heel. We just haven't seen it yet in the WWE. Because he's done it in other places. Troy, you got your fifth pick coming up. Who are you taking uh, with number five? Yeah, so this is a. Uh, I have a lot of guys that I kind of want to take, but I'm not upset about taking this. But I can't let you have what I consider to be a, a dominant tag team division. So I'm taking Enzo and Cass. Damn, that's another good pick by you. Uh, I think you're killing me. <laughs> well, to me, they're just. Those two are. They're on an equal playing field as the New Day, to me. And um, we've talked about this before. They're extremely entertaining on the mic. I think they are getting better. Like, I think Cass is really good in the ring. I think Enzo is improving every match. Um, and so, for me, I just couldn't let you have both of them. And so, I'll take the Enzo and Cass right now to get my first tag team. Again, would have been my next pick if uh, you hadn't taken them. So, taking them off my board... Uh, let's see who I've got coming up here. Uh, I'm going to go with another heel. Okay. I'm going to go with a big dominating force. Uh, I'm going to go with Rusev. Ah. And I think Rusev, as an athlete, has a ton of potential. And yeah. they gotta just they got to just tweak his character the right way to get it to work out. But he, he could be the heel that uh, kind of runs... Uh, my TV show for a while. He could be the big bad guy that's up there for years, I think. No, I completely agree. He's, uh, he went through that blip, that really, really awful storyline blip that WWE gave him for some reason. This is where he's suited. Utter domination, destroy people, and really, you don't even have, the thing about him is you don't have to put him in matches with good wrestlers only maybe once a year, twice a year. Other than that, it's still entertaining to watch him beat up on little guys. Right. Like, you could, you could have these little Titus O'Neil feuds like he's doing now uh, every few months. And as long as on the big pay-per-views two or three times a year, he goes up against John Cena. He goes up against Roman Reigns. He goes up against, you know, a Kevin Owens type or somebody who's big and, upcom- and like a, an upcoming guy. And you can build his resume to where he never loses, and then when he finally does lose, it would mean something. Oh, yeah. So. I think uh, he's, he's a good pick. Plus, I get Lana with him, and I advise. Uh, it's a, it's a, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I think she has, a, you know, 1% potential to, you know, carry a storyline sometime in the future. So yeah, and I mean... That's and, a nice added bonus to that pick. Nice added bonus. She could eventually become a women's wrestler. Um, I know she's been work, working on it, but I mean, regardless, that's just a, that's nice to have on your screen for maybe a few minutes. All right. So that's our first five picks. You've got Seth, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, and you just took Enzo and Cass. 
Uh, who are you taking next for number six? Um, so I'm taking my favorite wrestler. Um, long forgotten because he's been injured and got married and all of this stuff. So he has been gone for a while. Taking oh. Randy Orton. I'm taking oh, Randy Orton. No. <laughs> I'm taking Randy Orton. He's extremely versatile. He's a really good face, an extremely good heel. Um, he does, you know, you can plug him in in any situation against any superstar, and he can thrive in that environment. Not to mention, he is just a fabulous wrestler. He might be, because everybody's forgotten about him, but he might be one of the best wrestlers in the company, just in terms of a, a match quality standpoint. Um, he's fantastic. Sixth round, I think that's honestly kind of a steal, just given the kind of stability he's been, you know, how stable he's been for the WWE for the past you know decade. Uh, 12-time world champion. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have any problems with this. Yeah, it's, it's a good pick. He's kind of like John Cena light. He's been around forever. You know what you're getting with him. He puts in the work. He's a great wrestler. It's a very safe pick. It's a solid pick. Like you said, he's been injured the last six months or so, but he's about to come back, and I don't see a reason why he shouldn't be picked this high. I'm excited. All right. I've got a couple people on my board here. It's going to be tough. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to take Sasha Banks. Oh, that's a... Mm. I need I need my first uh, female. Oh, that one hurts. Sasha Banks is really great. They haven't unleashed her yet on uh, WWE. But when she gets a push and she gets going, she could run and rule the, uh, the women's division for a very, very long time. Yeah, this is the second time you've shocked me in this draft. We're only six picks in. Because I really thought... You would take Charlotte, and then the minute you took Charlotte, I was going to take Sasha. Yep, no, I, I thought you had a higher chance of taking Sasha than me, So, yeah. I, or, or then uh, Charlotte, so I figured I'd go Sasha first. Yeah, that, that, that stings, I'm not going to lie, because Sasha, you're right. Um, I honestly think Sasha might be the most talented diva um, in WWE. I'm not sold on Charlotte. I know you are. Um, I don't even. I didn't even have Charlotte on my draft board. Um, so, I, Sasha is an exceptional talent um, and definitely somebody you could build a, de- uh, a women's division around. All right, who are you going to take with your seventh pick? All right. Well, I guess I need a diva at this point, so I'm going to take Paige. Okay. Um, somebody who is really good, two-time champion, one of the only female wrestlers to do that. Um, so. I think she's, I, I think she's kind of gotten lost in this whole Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks, Charlotte kind of call-up thing. But I think people forget that before those three were here, Paige was really good. She was really entertaining. So I think that that's a, as solid a pick as you can make. Yeah, I, I had Paige as my number three, uh, the female. So I, it's a good pick. I enjoy her matches. So, pick number seven for the Raw team. I'm going to take Nakamura. Oh, wow. I love Nakamura. Oh, I do too. He's, since he's got 10 XT, he's only put on really, really good uh, fights. And I think they can call him up right now, and he'd be a main eventer. He's got a great move set that's unique in WWE. He's got the the name that comes with it because everybody knows what he did in Japan and uh, around the world. So I'm taking Nakamura. I know it's not a guy that's actually been on a WWE roster yet, but uh, that doesn't bother me at all. No, I think it's a fabulous pick. No, I mean, right, so you're really – like you've really come out of nowhere with this draft. <laughs> I, I, I came in expecting a completely different thing, and I think um, – so, like, I don't know why you think your my roster is much better than yours because your roster is fabulous. Um, I think you know. I think you can make the argument that Nakamura is kind of a stretch here, but he has been fabulous and he's extremely exciting. Yeah, Nakamura, I think is phenomenal, and he does have that move set that really just looks painful. And I was, yeah. I, I saw him for the first time. Uh, was that the NXT show right before WrestleMania, I think? In Dallas. NXT in Dallas. 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 Dallas' debut. 
Yeah, I saw I saw him at his debut in Dallas, and I was so impressed. I had never seen him before, and I went back and I watched a bunch of YouTube clips of him doing crazy things. He's had fights with Brock Lesnar back in Japan. He's fought AJ Styles before, and I think somebody like that, who's a veteran, is a really great pick at this point. Yeah, quick break real quick. Did you see that uh, Lesnar failed his drug test for UFC? Oh, did he actually? Yeah, I just got a notification on my phone. That's kind of funny. I mean, that, that guy knew for... Obviously, they waived his... The waiver to get drug tested. I mean, it was pretty obvious that he was going... He had done it. They just knew and they accepted it. It's crazy. So, if, he, if you fail a drug test in UFC, does that mean you fail a drug test in WWE also? Um, I don't think so. I mean, it depends. Because I don't know... Like, they, I think they have different supplement lists that you're not allowed to take. So he might have taken a supplement that is like that he takes when he's with WWE, and he didn't know it was on the UFC banned list. I'm sure he knew. Oh, I'm sure he did too. But see, like my thing with Brock is he doesn't need to do that. So like, why the hell would he do it? I don't know. If if it helped, I mean, I don't know if you watched the, the UFC thing, but he looked much leaner than he has in a while in WWE. Like he definitely Maybe. trained and worked out for that more than like. It wasn't like he wasn't in WWE shape. You could tell there's a difference. Yeah, I man. I'm just wondering if maybe he was like maybe he was scared, like he maybe didn't believe himself that he could beat the guy, which to me is weird because it's Brock Lesnar. I think he's a machine. I don't even think he's human. I mean, him winning despite failing a drug test still makes him look better than him losing in any regard. What up? I agree. Like you want him to look like a dominating force for both sports. I mean, I would have liked to see him knock him out though. Yeah. I mean, at least make it him was tap. A very, it was a very smart match by Lesnar. I mean, he brought him right down to the ground and just held him there and slowly kind of pummeled him. But it wasn't like a giant beating that he gave him. It was just he used his weight and got got low and took him to the ground. And once he get, took him to the ground, there was really nothing uh, that could stop him. I wonder if WWE, like, told him, hey, you can fight, but, like, be careful. Like, we need you for SummerSlam. I think so. I saw that he got a ridiculous contract with UFC, too. Like, his salary for that one match is a lot higher than, like, the salary anybody else is getting. That's crazy. So, when you consider he's been gone for a while, and he wasn't even that amazing or dominant when he was with the company, it's kind of interesting. All right. All right. Let's continue this. Yeah, let's let's keep going. Uh, your eighth pick? Yeah, pick number eight. I'm going to take, actually, I'm going to take Shinsuke Nakamura's uh, latest opponent. I'm going to take Finn Balor. Okay. Um, for all the guys who are not on the main roster, uh, Finn Balor is the icon. He's the guy everybody's waiting for. Um, I think he's coming Tuesday. I think he's finally going to get his shot. Um, that guy's the face of NXT. He's the guy who built NXT. And... Um, he is he's exceptionally special, and um, I think I think he has a, an enormous future in the WWE. So I'm going to take him, and um, I'm going to let him run run rampant through my roster. Finn Balor is great. I have no problems with him at all. And you have him and Bray, and I think that could be a really interesting feud going forward. Yeah, I think my thing my thing is I I'm really intrigued. I'm fascinated by the demon persona of Finn Balor. Not only that it just looks awesome, but I, I just feel like there's some sort of mystery to it that I like about that type of persona about him. Yeah, that's a good pick. I'm not – I would not complain at all. I, I probably would have taken him next. So you well, keep taking the guys one pick before I get him. <laughs> uh, so take Finn off my list and who do we got coming up? That's what happens when you lose the coin flip. Yeah. It's uh, like – Oof. Especially when it's not a snake draft. Yeah, it's like the NFL overtime. All right. I'm going to go with... I'm going to take Charlotte. Okay. I'm taking Charlotte now. I took Sasha two rounds ago. Uh, I think they can carry a, a feud for a while. That gives me a, a nice uh, women's feud to start. Charlotte's the current uh, women's champion. So that I get a belt on my show, which is always nice. And uh, I think they're both they're both talented. They're both young, and Charlotte's got 
the flair name attached to her that'll always kind of play well with uh, in the WWE. So I'm taking her. I, I mean, you know my opinions about Charlotte, but I think it's a good pick. I think she has ex- exceptional potential. Um, I just, I just don't. For me personally, I just don't feel like she's reached it yet. Um, but with that said, I don't, I don't mind the pick. All right, who, you, who are you taking nine? Um, I'm going to take um, just sheer excitement. Um, somebody everybody loves. I'm going to take Cesaro. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to take Cesaro. Um, uh, but again, he's just really interesting. I think he's really fun to watch. I don't think he's exceptionally good on the mic. Um, but he's like the classic person that I think like, if you're going to have like a six-team, a, a six-man tag match, like you want Cesaro in the match. He's going to do something crazy. Fans are going to love it. Um, he's an easy person to sell in the ring. So um, as a general manager, I like that aspect of him. Yeah, he's one of the best in-ring talents they have, and you can't knock him for anything he does there. Uh, but like you said also, his mic work uh, is not anything special. It's not bad, necessarily, but it's it's just there. It's very average, and he doesn't really have a story or an identity, really. He's just a really good wrestler, and sometimes yeah. that's all you need, and if you push him the right way, that could really work out. Yeah, but I feel at this point now, now you can take a guy like Cesaro because there are no more headlining talents. So now I'm looking for, you know, guys who could potentially be a headliner once in a while, but are mostly, you know, upper mid-level card guys. All right. Well, if you're taking Cesaro, I'm going to take Samoa Joe. Oh! That's that, that's brutal. I, I've got Nakamura now. I've got Samoa Joe. Uh, another veteran, but huge. Uh, whenever he debuts, he's going to get the crowd really excited. It's going to be a huge pop for him. Yeah, um, again, I watched Samojo at TNA, and he was really exciting then. He's really exciting now. Um, I probably would have actually taken him next just because I think it would have been cool to uh, pair him with guys like Finn Balor, uh, Kevin Owens, and Randy Orton in feuds. I think that would have been you know, some really cool stuff. But um, I think I'm, think, I'm thinking a Samoa Joe, John Cena feud is really interesting sounding. Two, yeah, I think— Two big guys, one, really, uh, one face, one uh, heel— uh, Samoa Joe against anybody with the New Day would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing with Rusev. They both kind of have this, a similar look. They're both big. They're both bad. A Rusev Samoa Joe feud I think would be good. So it's just Samoa Joe is just a guy that I I would really love to see work with so many people that are on the current WWE roster right now. And that's yeah. why I felt like I had to pick him there. Yeah, and no, I think you know, and I think if you know if WWE ever buys TNA, which could happen any day now really, just the way TNA is struggling. You could finally mention TNA in WWE uh, broadcasting, and with that, then you could have a very similar feud to what Cena and Styles have going now with Samoa Joe, because two, fa- yeah, two faces of the company at one point um, facing off against each other for the first time. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, so uh, you've got the tenth, uh, your 10th pick. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of loaded up on men headliners right now, so I'm going to take um, I'm going to take another tag team to uh, pair with Enzo and Cass. I'm going to take the Usos. Okay. Um, you know they're not flashy, um, they're not overly entertaining, but they're very stable. Um, you know the Usos are never going to really put on a bad match, um, and every once in a while they will have a really good match. Um, I think they're a good you know kind of contrast to the style of Enzo and Cass. Um, I'm kind of disappointed I don't have Roman so that I could have the family. Mm-hmm. But with that said, um, you know, or I Cena. need it. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I need, I need people to face at zone cast. I'm going to take the Usos. Well, I'm going to kind of do something similar. Uh, I also need an, a tag team because right now I only have the New Day, I believe, and that's kind of a problem. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go out of left field again. I'm going to take American Alpha. Oh, it's a good one. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that many tag teams that are on the main roster. No, I don't, I. I don't really like the VOD villains. Uh, I don't like Brizongo at all. No. Uh, the Usos are good baby faces. They're, they've been around for a while, but I'm not a really big fan of the Usos either. And I think America Alpha is the best that NXT's got to offer right now. Yeah, I would agree. And uh, they've got potential. It's two uh, great wrestlers. So I, I'm taking them. It's more of a... Uh, not a pick because they necessarily deserve to go this high, but just because there's a dearth of talent at the uh, tag team level right now. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I love American Alpha. I think they're really interesting. Um, so no problems with that pick that I, I really like that pick. Um, I think they have a lot of promise. Obviously, they're really young. So I think they'd be exciting when you brought them onto your show. All right. So your first 10 picks were Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, uh, Enzo and Cass, Randy Orton, Paige, Finn Balor, Cesaro, and Usos at 10. Uh, and my, my first 10 picks have been The New Day, Roman Reigns, John Cena, AJ Styles, Rusev, Sasha Banks, Nakamura, Charlotte, Samoa Joe, and American Alpha. So who do you have at 11? We're going to do five more picks, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm probably going to take my last male superstar here. Um, horribly, horribly mismanaged throughout the last couple of years. <laughs> I think I'm I know taking, where you're going. I'm taking Dolph Ziggler because I think um, he's exceptionally talented. He's fun to watch. Um, I love his excitement level. And um, I think I could do something with Dolph Ziggler that WWE can't, and that's make him a star. So I'm taking Dolph Ziggler. All right. And I'm going to take a, a woman here. I'm, t- I'm going to take Bailey hmm. because I'm, I don't know if I'm a huge fan with Bailey. Uh, I kind of see her as the female John Cena in terms of somebody who can never really turn heel. But she has the kids behind her, and that's a big uh, part of selling merchandise in WWE. Uh, she has the track record in NXT that really works. And uh, I, I think she uh, we've seen her go up against... Uh, the Sasha Banks and Charlotte, and Sasha Banks and Charlotte both worked heel uh, a lot, so I think having a solid face uh, is, is a good pick here. I would agree with you. I think it's a it's a good pick. Um, it's one that um, I would have made maybe three rounds later because I think uh, the person I'm going to pick next is uh, somebody I would have taken over Bailey. Who are you taking? Taking Oscar. Okay. Um. To me, the the bet, the most talented um, diva in NXT, um, really, really exciting to watch, and um, I think that's you know kind of just what I've been trying to base my roster out is just sheer in ring talent. I think you can get around. Obviously, you need guys who have good mic skills, and you can build stories around. But all in all, it's a wrestling show, and um, I wanted guys that I could put in there and girls and guys that I could put in there and have uh, tremendous matches. I like Asuka more than I like Bailey, but I felt Bailey with the two people I already had was a better fit than with Asuka, because if I had Asuka, Charlotte, and Sasha, I feel like they're all kind of similar personalities. That's true. So that's that's why I went with the face there. But I think Asuka's a better, uh, definitely a better wrestler than Bailey is at this point. I would, I would agree. All right. And now this is going to be tough. I'm getting to the lower part of my list here. Uh, oof. Who should I take? I'm gonna take. Uh, this might be out of. This might be a shock to a lot of people. I'm gonna take the Miz. Oh God! See, that's the, the exact reason I'm taking this because <laughs> he he elicits emotion from the audience, even if it's everybody hating him. He's the current champion, so now I have a third uh, belt. Ugh. On my uh, on my show because now he's the intercontinental champion. I have Charlotte, the uh, d- the women's champion. I have the tag team champions in the new day. And you have Rusev, so you have the U.S. champion. Oh, and I have the U.S. champion. So the only person I'm missing is uh, Dean. Dean. So I've got the I've got all the belts. Well, and you have the NXT champion and Samoa Joe. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm belt crazy right now. Yeah, but the Miz is the worst. <laughs> Like the absolute I worst. still think somehow he's he's been around for a while, but he does get better as he goes. He's got, he's become a better wrestler, and he is pretty good on the mic, even if you hate his uh, his character. And I also think that in the future he'd make a really good manager. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, if, if, imagine the Miz running the Social Outcast. Like, catch up the social outcast. I, but they might if the Miz was uh, their manager. <laughs> Maybe. The only good thing about the Miz is Maurice. Well, there I get her too. I have her and Lana right now. I guess that could be a good feud. <laughs> it could be at some point. A Rusev Miz feud doesn't sound too appealing though. No, it sounds like a five minute match, a five second match to me. Unless the Miz somehow wins. 
that, no, that, that'd be interesting. But then you ruin Rusev. Yeah, you just true. ruin him. <laughs> that's true. All right. Who do you take? Who are you taking at thirteen? I need another tag team. You took American Alpha. I'm going to take Dash and Dawson. Um, to me, is is the best da- tag team left. Um, I think this one's pretty simple. I just need another guy. So I'm taking Dash and Dawson. It makes sense. The same reason I took American Alpha, like you said. Yeah, I just don't. Vaude Villains, Club, they're all kind of boring to me. Dash and Dawson's at least exciting. Yeah, I would agree with that. They've got potential. They're on the upswing. Uh, I'm going to take somebody who we haven't seen in a very long time but got really excited when he first came up. I'm going to take mm-hmm. Neville. Oh, that's a good pick. I think I think Neville's still got potential. I know he's been forgotten the last six or seven months because he got injured and then he got, you know, tossed aside with one of the feuds. But I still think he he puts on a good show and he's an exciting guy and he's a very likable guy. And I think uh, Neville would be a you know he everybody on my roster. I think he'd still go out and have a pretty good fight with. So yeah, I agree. I think it's a it's a good pick. You know, I had I had Neville pretty close to the top of my list, um, but I couldn't take any more male individual superstars. So I really don't know why Neville hasn't uh, hasn't been around lately. Yeah, I don't know his injury. I have no idea. Is it an injury? I think it is. Okay. I just don't know what it is. I assume it is because it's been so long. But all right, what what do you have? Fourteen. We got two picks each left. I'm going to take a resident funny guy. Oh. And to me, this is tough because I have three guys that I don't know who to take. Um, should I take Chris Jericho? Should I take R-Truth? Should I take Bo Dallas? It, uh, it really depends what you want. Our, uh, Jericho is the best wrestler of the three. Yeah. And he comes up with a good, great pedigree. Yeah. Uh, um, Bo Dallas, if you take Bo Dallas, you can get the Bo Dallas Bray Wyatt feud that everybody kind of wants. Or reunion. Yeah. You know, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take our truth. <laughs> He's hilarious. Um, looking at my roster, I don't have much diversity. Uh, it's all white people. I think that's kind of messed up. You know, I probably should have thought about that. I'm going to take R-Truth. He's hilarious. Um, you know, he's not an awful wrestler. Um, at the very least, I could have him just walk out there and forget he's in a match or something, and he get beat up. Um, you should have taken you know. a Sandow. Well, I mean, Sandow's okay, but he's not R-Truth. R-Truth's hilarious. I, I still think the greatest, like, 10-second moment of all time is when uh, R-Truth thought he was in the Royal Rumble or the Money in the Bank match, and Kane was like, you're not in the Money in the Bank match, Truth. That's... One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. So I'm going to take Truth. He's just really funny. I don't really, you know, he's a mentor to younger superstars. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that you didn't have any uh, African Americans on your squad until right now. Yeah, you know, I feel like that's a little messed up. So I'm fixing that. I took the New Day, but I don't have any other than them either. Maybe Sasha Banks. I guess Sasha. There, there, there's a couple of things. You know, you right at this point we could go and start taking part timers. <laughs> really tempted to take Brock. Well, if you get Brock, you get Paul. That's what I'm thinking. So I was considering. I was considering doing the same. I need another diva, so that's what I'm taking next. But if you take Brock, you get Paul. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I have to take Brock. Because even even if he only shows up, what four times a year? Right. But uh, um, Brock and Cena have had really good uh, matches in the past. I, I think Brock versus Rusev could be intriguing. Brock versus Roman never really got going as strong as it could have, so I could always reignite that. I agree. Brock versus uh, Nakamura again. Back in the new Japan, the new Japan ties that they have. Yeah, I think you could say it's a risky pick, but Brock is must see TV anytime he gets promoted as being on a Raw. So, I mean, and honestly, I think it's kind of a steal. Yeah, yeah, he probably should have gone much earlier. Just because he could, I mean, he could be uh, the WWE champion for a year, like we we saw. He is a main eventer, and there aren't any other main eventers on the list. There probably haven't been since maybe Samoa Joe went. Yeah. So, I I think it's a a good pick. It's just a part-time thing is the only thing that scares both of us, obviously. And, you know, he does have an injury history. Yeah. And he he just fought in... uh, 
UFC, so he could disappear. And he but, failed an anti-doping thing, so. Right. So we, who knows how that goes. But, okay, you've got one more pick left. Make it count. And it's going to be a woman. Um, I need a third woman to just be a part of the division. Um, I really, I really just wanted to take Nikki Bella. Um, but I honestly think without Brie, I just don't have. It's not that I don't have faith in Nikki. I just I, it's a, that's unproven to me. Is how good are the Bella twins without one of the Bellas? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, I I had on my list also. So, but I'm I'm not going to take Nikki. I'm going to take Alexa Bliss. Ooh, good pick. I, I, I really like her at NXT. Um, I think she has a ton of potential. Um, you know, as of right now, she hasn't really done much. But I think again, she has the potential to be a really, really good women's wrestler. Yeah, she's she's good. She's got potential. So, so you like her more than you like Becky and the other people that have been called up? I, I maybe it's just because of the way I feel like WWE has mismanaged um, Becky. Like I feel like she's just getting beaten down, and so for me, she's not that impressive. And all the other women in the division, like Natalia, and got people like that. I, I'm just not, never been a huge fan of. Just because I don't think they've ever really gotten pushed or really ever shown me anything that says those people can be women's champion. I think Alexa Bliss could be a women's champion. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, my last pick, I've got a, a handful of people on my board still. Uh, I've got The Rock on my board. Let's talk about <laughs> part-time. But you never know. If you bring The Rock up one year, he could be the, uh, you know... The, the ace in the hole. You I mean you could really just even like, you could even just lie and say The Rock might be at at Raw, and he, right. and it would you would sell out. You would probably get the most viewers you've had all year. Right, exactly. So he's the money, the cash grab. <laughs> if I really want to get him, I'm also thinking of Darren Young. Make make Darren Young great again. I, I think make Darren Young great again is uh, really good. <laughs> <laughs> And Darren Young's an interesting wrestler, and he is. You know, he he's gay, and they don't play that up enough. I don't think. I think that's something that WWE should be proud of. Yeah, it's a fabulous story. Plus, it'd give me another African American. Diversity. So diversity. Uh, that might be where I go. The only other person on my list that I really like, and I'm going to be mad if I don't take, is Alberto Del Rio. I, I look at my list, and I'm really surprised a lot of these people are going to go undrafted because, like. If you don't take Alberto Del Rio, I think he's worthy of being drafted. I think Sami Zayn's worthy of being drafted. Yeah, Sami Zayn's interesting that he isn't getting picked because he is really hyped up. He's good. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like he's a guy who could be a potential WWE champion. So, hmm. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with Del Rio. I think it's a solid pick. I'm going Del Rio last. At least you didn't pick Sheamus. No, I would never pick Sheamus. I would never pick Kane. They're too old. But I'm going. I'm going to go with Del Rio. I, I, I've always liked Del Rio. I, I think he's kind of fun. He's a very good wrestler, uh, move set wise. Again, diversity. Yeah, I think he's good. I think that's a solid pick. A lot of people that I really thought would get drafted didn't go. Yeah, the, the roster is deep, which is why you kind of have to split. You have the opportunity if you're WWE to split the brand like they did, or like they're going to. Yeah, I mean, like Lucha Dragons didn't get picked. No, they didn't, <laughs> and uh, neither did uh, Demon Kane or the Undertaker. Play Undertaker can understand. He's got one match a year, and it's not a show. Like you can't. Yeah, that's know. true. Like, he doesn't go on. The club didn't get drafted. They've been around for a while. The VOD villains have been around, uh, not a while, but recently, both of them. A lot of snubs. Yeah. If this was, an, if this was like an all-star game, we'd be getting a lot of tweets right now. Very angry people upset that these people didn't get picked. Yeah. Okay, so draft recap. Uh, Troy on Team SmackDown has Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Kevin Owens, Enzo and Cass, the tag team. Randy Orton, Paige, Finn Balor, Cesaro, The Usos, Dolph Ziegler, Asuka, The Revival, R-Truth, and Alexa Bliss. And uh, me, I finish the draft for Team Raw. I get The New Day, Roman Reigns, John Cena, AJ Styles, Rusev, 
Sasha Banks, Nakamura, Charlotte, Samoa Joe, American Alpha, Bailey, The Miz. God, I'm regretting The Miz already. Uh, Neville, Brock Lesnar, and Alberto Del Rio. I should definitely just drop The Miz now and add Darren Young. Or, or Sami Zayn. Yeah, that's the the biggest upset in the draft is that I took The Miz. But I wanted the belt. I wanted to make sure that I had the belt. I'm just going to create new belts on SmackDown. I guess you can. So, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to create new belts. You're going to do the TV uh, champion? No, I'm not. I'm going to do interesting stuff. We'll see what we do. All right. Kind of a creative meeting. So, so what are you looking forward to most on Tuesday when they actually do the draft on SmackDown? I'm okay, so the one thing that I'm really interested in is I think they're going to give. I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out because I think the way I think he's going to do is I think Shane's going to take a lot of younger talent. Like I think I think he's going to pick Finn Balor either second or third pick, and that'll be a tremendous push for Finn. Um, so what I'm interested in seeing is what Stephanie does because she's she's placed in a very weird position right now where she really hates Dean Ambrose, but Dean Ambrose is WWE champion, and so she might she, she's going to be forced to take Dean Ambrose just on the principle that she doesn't want Shane to have the WWE championship on his show. It's interesting that you're looking at it that way because. It is, you're looking at it from a storyline perspective with Dean and Stephanie. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see if they do go more storyline-based with the draft or if the draft is actually straight just talent, like the best talent goes. I, I, I think when you, whenever you talk WWE, it's a storyline thing. Regardless yeah. of if you think it is or not, um, I think that's what they're going to do. I, that's what I envision them doing it, how they, how they do it. So Yeah, you're probably right about that. So I, I still think she's going to take Dean first, just because she doesn't. She has to. She he's the WWE champion. Yeah, and and he's good, but so yeah, he, he Dean probably will go first, unless I guess it's something else that we uh, didn't consider. On Monday, uh, Dean and Seth have a WWE title match oh, Monday night. So if, if Seth wins, and. Uh, which I don't think he will, because the belt hasn't. La- Although maybe this is a good reason to have the belt switch on a Raw for the know. first time in forever, because it is the last Raw before the draft, and that would get eyes for sure. So Seth can go one, and then, and really, to me, if that happens, then Dean kind of falls a little bit. Yeah, if Seth goes one, Dean goes two to Shane, maybe. And I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna split up the Shield. You think the Shield? Well. I mean, you're, that's probably a smart assumption. But e- even if you do split up the shield, though, that it's still a battleground to have the three-way. Uh, I just, I think they're going. I think they're going to keep the shield on Raw, just because there's, it, it's just an infinite possibilities thing. And I think Cena and Styles are going to go on SmackDown, and then I think Shane's going to load up his his uh, show with just really young, talented guys. And I think Stephanie's going to draft the old guard. And I think that if, if they are doing, you know, if they are planning on doing SmackDown and Raw separate pay-per-views and Raw versus SmackDown pay-per-views, that sets up a whole gamut of different uh, storylines you can go down. Yeah, absolutely it does. So I think that's what they're going to do. But, you know, obviously it's WWE and you never know until it happens. I, I'm excited, like you said, I'm excited to see where everybody lands, obviously. Uh, but apart from the draft, uh, it, it, it'll be just interesting to see the new feuds that come out of it. Because obviously some feuds will die. I, I don't see the Titus O'Neil-Rusev uh, feud continuing after this month now, and chances are they'll get drafted uh, separately. I'm also interested to see... Uh, how how they handle tag teams if they'll do what we did where you just draft a tag team as long as it's like a legit tag team it's not like just two people who happen to be fighting together um, mm-hmm. or if they split up the new day I hope they don't I think that would be terrible uh, but you never know it's WWE they do weird things they've done weird things before yeah I'm I'm kind of split because I think they understand what the New Day brings to the table, but at the same time, they've kind of been hinting at it. This whole Xavier Woods explosion thing and whatnot. Um, Bray, you know, saying New Day falls. So we'll see. 
I think they've kind of hinted toward it. So I'm prepared if it happens. Um, I don't want it to happen, but I'm prepared. I think the the Wyatt family is another really interesting thing with the draft because if you have Bray on one of the shows and the rest of the Wyatt family on the other, you could potentially have two separate Wyatt family storylines going on, which could actually propel Bray a lot farther than he has been uh, so far. Because you could have the Wyatt family, not just him, with like some guys following him. You could have him on one show, but somehow still having a, an influence on both shows. And I think that could be a really interesting twist. Yeah, it would make him almost more supernatural in a way. That right. he can control people from so far away. Right, if just because he's not on SmackDown or Raw, you could all of a sudden have a Wyatt family member show up because they are part of SmackDown or Raw. Uh, and influence that show, I think would be a really neat thing. That is interesting. I like that. And you're still a fan of adding a, a new belt? I think they have to. I don't know if it's going to come immediately, but I think at some point you're going to realize that you're going to have all these great superstars over at SmackDown, and what are they going to be fighting for? Like, they've already made it known that the championship's not going to bounce between shows. So if that's the case, then what are what are you fighting for? Well, the champion, the champion might not bounce between shows, but the championship probably could. Potentially. I mean, if you have a feud build and have the best person on SmackDown go and compete against the best person on Raw uh, one month at a pay-per-view, you could potentially have the belt switch. But I just feel like there's a lot of empty months in between those where, what are you doing? I'm also curious to see how much the, the brand split, if it's just a brand split, and then they're pretty much individual entities, or if it's going to be a real rivalry like what they tried doing uh, 10 years ago when they did the first brand split, and kind of like the Monday Night Wars era, I mean, where, like, I, I don't, like, will they be talking about SmackDown versus Raw anytime after the draft, or is this just a one-night thing where after that they're individual things and we don't care about the feud, they're just two separate things? I mean, I think the way Vince said it on Monday, it's gonna, they're going to have to play off each other. And the way he made it sound is they're going to make Shane and Stephanie go at each other's throats. So if that's the case, that, that, I think that it's more intriguing that way than just them being two different things that have nothing in common with each other. You know? Yeah, I like agree. I, I, hope, I think, I hope I think competition competition is, is great, but, which is why I want a second title, though. Do you but, have any ideas of who the GMs will be? Or do no, you have I, any guesses at all? I have no idea, and I haven't really thought about it all that much. Um I think that's an interesting part of it. Um, I think I I could see Stephanie giving it to Kane. Like I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. But at the same time, you can't see Triple H. Well, I could see that, but also like he's already COO. So right. like, does he need any more power? Like he could already walk in and say whatever he wants. That's true. So I'm not like I'm not entirely sure. I haven't really given it much thought. It's a good question. Um, There's a bunch of different opportunities for them there because they could go, you know, outside of what's been on screen for a while and bring in somebody like Ric Flair who hasn't necessarily been in that role for a while or Paul Heyman could show up again. Like Uh, Sting? They could bring Sting. That would be really interesting if Shane brought Sting on. That would be cool. Uh, That would be an interesting twist. But somebody like that or my dream pick is for Shane to pick Daniel Bryan. That would be cool. Because that's a way to keep him in WWE without having to have him wrestle, and you can get the crowd. That's a huge pop you get right there once you announce that. Yeah, I think that's a really good pick. I could see that. I mean, it, it would be really smart for them to do that. But I, I don't know what Daniel Bryan's situation is if he – I mean, obviously he's not going to wrestle again, or or if he does, it'll be very far in the future. Um, if he does wind up coming back at some point. So I don't know where his mind is. Maybe he's enjoying his time off uh, – his wife, you know, obviously isn't with the company anymore either. They both left kind of at the same time and retired. So with her gone, I don't know if he really has the incentive to go back either. That's true. I'm interested because Triple H has said that the, that NXT is its own brand now. So I'm wondering how many NXT superstars will get drafted. Because originally I thought that they were just going to basically drain NXT and basically start from scratch. But it doesn't sound that way. So maybe Finn's the only guy who gets drafted from NXT. But I think it'll be interesting. It'll be hard for them to make the argument that Samoa Joe doesn't deserve to be drafted at this point, or Nakamura. Yeah, but I think the thing is is that I think Nakamura's now earned the right to be number one contender for the NXT Championship, and Samoa Joe is an NXT champion. You can't just have those two fight on a 
what I believe to be a WWE pay-per-view for the NXT Championship. I think it's a little weird. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they did, they brought the they brought Kevin Owens up when he was champion to fight Cena, but the belt, the NXT belt, was never really on the line. It was just he happened to be there, and then he lost it a couple months later. Yeah. So, so I think that's an interesting kind of angle on what what could happen is how many people they take from NXT. All right. Any last thoughts before we kind of sign off? Can't think of anything. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for uh, joining me and being on here again. I appreciate it. It's always fun. We'll talk after Tuesday. Yeah.